0: Welcome to Tim Bray's Ongoing Podcast, which is an audio version of a selection of the articles on my blog, also called Ongoing. I'm Tim Bray. You can find the blog at tbray.org. This is pretty well the same story you'd experience by reading it, but some people would rather listen. Here we go. This article was published on the 28th of November, 2022, and is entitled, Protect Me From What I Want. Over on Mastodon, there are many people who enjoy not being in the grip of software like Facebook or Twitter that single-mindedly tries to maximize, quotes, engagement, unquote, which means the amount of time you stare at the screen so they can show you ads. These algorithms don't care what they're showing you, and if it turns out that showing you exclusively stories vilifying or praising Donald Trump, depending, maximizes engagement, then that's what you'll see. So the chant over there is, No algorithms on Mastodon! this chant is wrong, and the discussion around it teaches us that we need clarity on what algorithms are, what moral weight they can carry, and whether they can be avoided. Spoiler, they can't. This all started when I interjected here, which is a link into a thread on Mastodon, and the longest and most twisted Mastodon thread I have so far seen ensued. Let's start with my initial remarks. A parenthetical note, I'm recording this on a boat in a snowstorm, and you are going to be hearing some background heating noises. So my quote from Mastodon, I disagree. An algorithm is not intrinsically bad, as long as we understand that it represents the interests of of whoever paid to have it constructed. I think an algorithm with human values that simply wanted to enrich each experience is perfectly possible. I haven't seen one, probably because nobody ever has had a financial incentive to construct it. Mastodon would be a good place to try to make one. In the following discussion, I'm going to use Mastodon terminology. Boost is a synonym for retweet and a favorite for like. What an algorithm is and why there will always be one. Consider a Mastodon instance that is engaged in creating a feed for, well, you, because you've just opened up that tab or app. It gets the list of who you follow, probably finds some of those posts already in its memory, and reaches out to other Mastodon instances for the rest. It ends up with a big, jumbled, unsorted list of what could go in your feed. Good, you say. Just sort them in reverse chronological order and we're done. Don't talk to me about algorithms. Well, first of all, sorting is an algorithm, that's a link, and not a simple one, at that. But it's not that simple. Suppose one post from someone you don't follow has been boosted by five people that you do, all at different times. Does it appear just once in your feed and using which boost timestamp, or five times? Neither answer is obviously right. But when you make that choice, you're designing an algorithm. Some of the posts are replies to each other, And to you, do they appear right next to each other in strict chronological order, mixed up with other posts? Or, instead, if you're going to thread them together, do you do that in chronological, not reverse chronological order? Welcome to the world of algorithm design. I guarantee the algorithm that generates simple chronological order isn't simple at all. Among other things, it handles lots of other corner cases, besides the ones that I just mentioned, that nobody is smart enough to think of until they actually start writing the code to present the posts to the people. What engagement algorithms are like? Engagement maximization, a la Facebook or Twitter, is a special and very interesting case. It begins innocently. Let's include a few posts in your feed from people you don't follow, if those f- people are super popular, or by are followed by nearly all the people you do follow, or contain hashtags that you've been searching for a lot. Mostly harmless, right? But then it gets deep. These things involve the application of large scale machine learning ML for short technology. The big operators have billions of data points. They know what appears in people's posts, and they know how long people are engaged. So by processing those billions of data points, they produce an ML model, which is then exercised to answer one question. What selection of posts should we feed this person to keep them engaged? Modern ML models aren't simple at all, and also are generally not comprehensible by humans. The people who built the model can't answer questions like, why is the model feeding a lot of posts by Ben Shapiro to people who seem only mildly conservative? but they can prove that doing what the model says maximizes engagement. A lot of people are now reacting viscerally, saying, I never want that kind of algorithm in my life. Well, that kind of algorithm is being used every day to filter spam out of your email, and being used on Twitter to combat Nazis and incels, to the extent that when oppressed groups migrate to Mastodon, they get a lot more abusive bigotry. I think we can fix that. Now, the next section is entitled Protect Me From What I Want, and it has a picture which I will delay describing for a moment. Protects me from what I want. And anyhow, those algorithms are just showing you what you want. Don't try to deny it. If it wasn't what you wanted, you wouldn't be doomscrolling so much, would you? These ML models know what you want, and that's what they show you. And thus this phrase, which is the title of the entry. Jenny Holzer, this is a block quote, an indented quote. Jenny Holzer is wonderful. One time, many years ago, I was walking across Times Square in New York, and on a huge, otherwise blank billboard were her words. Protect me from what I want. It felt like someone sticking a knife into my brain. That phrase explains so very much. And then just above, <laughs> I have a picture of a European-style racing car, and it's the Jenny Holzer BMW art car. Jenny Holzer is a uh, uh, concept artist much of whose work is these brief, gnomic, sharp phrases that stand alone on a billboard or a poster or something. And so there's this nice white BMW sports car that um, has "Protect me from what I want in large blue letters across the top. And on the side it says, you are so complex you don't respond to danger. And uh, across the back it says, lack of character can be fatal, and so on. That's Jenny Holzer for you. And the point I'm making, of course, is that what you would like the feed to do is to show you what you want and maybe also protect you from some of the things you want. And the question arises, in whose interest? In my Mastodon post, Outtake Above, I said that an algorithm represents the interests of whoever paid to have it constructed. That's true. And in the context of a capitalist enterprise, it's a fairly complete answer. But in the world of software, things can happen outside the control of capitalist enterprises. Open source, for example the algorithms in linux that make computers useful or in postgres that reliably store and retrieve data or in nginx that efficiently respond to web traffic were mostly written by people who found the work interesting and had a problem they needed to solve for themselves with the advent of the fediverse generally and mastodon specifically for the first time we have a large scale opportunity to experiment with algorithms that are written for people by people just because they're cool or because they produce feeds that the programmer likes for herself or that her dad likes, or that she notices cause her her kids to be less obsessive about screen time. So, let's stop saying no algorithms, because that's just wrong, and figure out how to get nice algorithms built, ones that primarily are there to serve humanity's best interests. One thing I think we can all agree on is this. We want algorithms that, unlike every commercial social media algorithm, don't tell anyone else what we're watching. Write your own algorithm? I'll be honest. I want the algorithm both to give me and protect me from what I want. And I want some control over it. I can think of a couple of ways this could happen. One, somebody figures out a feed algorithm construction kit that has a bunch of knobs on it you can twist with labels like tennis and activism and Christianity and keto diet and Baroque music and surprise and pretty and outrage and so on, and you fool with the settings until you get a feed you like. I think this is plausible, but it would be difficult. Too. Mastodon introduces a feature where you can download and install algorithms, which can be posted by anyone. They are given the raw, unsorted list of posts from people you follow and use that to produce a coherent feed. You might have to pay for them. They could be free. They could involve elaborate machine learning or not. They could sometimes pull in posts from people you don't follow. They could be open source or not. I like this idea a lot, although the technology would require careful design. The algorithm would have to be able to store information about what you've seen and how you've reacted, and some ability to follow the social network around the Fediverse, but simultaneously it would have to be restricted so it could never repeal what it knows about you, never reveal what it knows about you. Your friendly local algorithm shop. I'm simultaneously a pretty extreme leftist and convinced that free marketplaces deployed in our service can produce useful results. I'd like there to be multiple feed construction algorithms that are competing for my business, that people talk about at the pub while watching the hockey game, or at the toddler drop-in, or in Mastodon threads. I'm pretty sure there are surprises waiting, and some of them are going to be good." And that's all fo- Oh, well, no, it isn't really all folks, because this essay, uh, this blog piece, produced a reaction to one of the people who follows me. I follow her, too, on on Mastodon, named uh, Maya, um, whose handle is, let me just look it up here for a second, uh, maya.land. Uh, is is her handle and um she produced an essay entitled it's a it's um choosing algorithms we live in a society um and i really recommend it just probably the title into and and to google is enough to find it but or you could go follow find my feed on on amazon and it's got a pointer there and she reacts in a, in a fairly deep and, and intelligent way pointing out that there's what we want there's what we would like to want and there's what's good for us and um, you know, that's, I think, something like the goal. And, and she also points out that you have to worry about leaky algorithms. So but if I, my algorithm bases partly on what I like, then does that increase the exposure of what I like? And am I having an effect on other people's algorithms? And do I want that? It's, it's, a, it's a really nice little piece. So if you enjoyed this at all, you should probably go and read that. Okay, having said that, that really is all, folks. Thank you.